What up, witches? <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> Hi, witches. Um, we have a guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself, say your name and your pronouns? Sure. Um, hi, witches. My name is Alyssa, or sometimes I go by Liz, and my pronouns are she or they. Kaya, do you want to read the one that I wrote, or do you want to read the one that's like on Google? I'll do the Google one. Let's make this interesting. Okay. So first and foremost, today we're going to be discussing the movie Practical Magic, which I have never Woo-hoo. seen but Kyla and Alyssa have both seen and their goal today is to get me to watch it. So right now, first and foremost, I'm going to look up a badly written synopsis of the movie. Sally and Jillian Owens, born into a magical family, have mostly avoided witchcraft themselves. But when Jillian's vicious boyfriend, vicious? Boyfriend, Jimmy Angelov, dies unexpectedly a vicious boyfriend dies unexpectedly. Why do they use the word vicious? The Owen sisters give themselves a crash course in hard he's magic. Just, he's like a bad. He's a bad bitch. Um, with policeman Gary. Not like a bad bitch in the positive sense. He's like a bad guy. Like just he's no shit. good, rotten evils. Like he's a piece of shit. Okay. With policeman Gary growing suspicious, the girls struggle to resurrect shut the fuck up Jimmy and unwittingly inject his corpse with an with an evil spirit that threatens to end their family line. What the fuck? Alright, y'all got a lot of work to do tonight. So, when it says like, um, like evil spirit that <laughs> threatens to end their family line i don't know about that like i don't know how accurate that is yeah i don't know i think also his name is spelled with a v is it's angelo right it's angelo okay i i was trying to reconcile that too because i always thought like when i watched this movie in the past i thought it was angelo with a w but then the i watched it with closed captioning yesterday for the first time and it had a v at the end like angelov yeah. Um, so I don't actually know which one is right, but that's kind of. There's a part where Jill says his name over and over, and she goes, Angelo, 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 Angelo. Angelo. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. So. Yeah, I mean, name aside, he is like the. Definitely like the antagonist, the villain of the mm-hmm. plot. Not a good, um, like morally good character. Um, it's a Russian name, and it looks like it's spelled, excuse me, pronounced Angelo. Who the, f- with the a F? Oh, yeah. interesting. So maybe okay. They, maybe they just didn't like enunciate the last letter. Maybe not. I know Jillian mentions that he's Bulgarian. So mm-hmm. something important that you should know for the plot is um the owens family has an ancestor named maria and she um was a witch and she had a lover and she was scorned by this lover she cast a spell so she would never fall in love again because she doesn't want to have her heart broken again her over time the spell turned into a curse just because like she had so many like icky feelings basically 
And now any man who dares to love an Owen's woman is destined to die. All right. Like the focal point of the story is Sally and Jillian and their sisters and their mother had like, you know, the the children with her husband who who died. And as soon as she heard like the sound of like this beetle, it Mm -hmm. meant like um, his death was like imminent. So um, he died and then she like died of a broken heart they they say in the story and so then we just kind of watch the girls grow up with their aunts who are also like um actively like practicing witches aunt francis yes aunt francis and aunt jet i believe her name is yeah um and then like jillian decides to kind of like run away and start a new life in i think florida and then sally stays like in the salem area and eventually falls in love and raises two kids of her own who um are a lot similar to like her and her sister Jillian because like one has red hair the other has brown hair and um they're just kind of similar in personality too and uh what else um oh the reason that she even fell in love in the first place was because like the two aunts like cast a spell um on her in the sky to like make it so that she could just like be a little happier and she wanted to like fit in and be normal with everyone else not like be a witch um and so they they did that just so she'd just kind of be like a little less like I said less lonely fit in more feel be a little happier um so basically they just like wanted her to have some fun and didn't expect her to actually fall in love with him and he hit with her um but yeah they like start a family and everything and then he dies too um and she's very brokenhearted about it but um it ends up bringing like her sister home if I'm um, um Kyla if you want to like jump in you can yeah so yeah she has this family with the guy that the aunt spell casts a spell on and um they do this whole fake out because he's like a fruit merchant and he's in he's like taking this fruit across the street and um there's like a bike race going on and you they make you think that he's gonna get like ran over by all these bikes but then he's safe and then he's like ah and then the camera cuts away and then it cuts back and he gets hit by a truck so and before that like um sally was hearing the beetle and like she knew what the beetle meant and she could hear it ticking she was trying to dig up her floorboards to i don't know kill it maybe stop it from happening but i think it's because he dies that jill comes home um yeah like she comes home to like comfort her basically yeah it's really sweet it's like i don't have a sister but like it looks like a really sweet sisterly love type of thing like they you know she's really depressed in bed and her sister kind of like stays in bed with her like for I don't know what seems like at least at least one whole day if not like longer than that she's telling Jill about like their lives and everything and what they were hoping to do yeah they were gonna like open up a botanical shop together where like the ingredients were the fruit and like the produce that he worked with and um you know sally has a lot of like knowledge from like the herbal part of like witchcraft like ingredients to use and making like potions and like solutions that like actually are like good for you like work for your skin work for like your health and and stuff like address like different health issues um so they had that like 
shared passion together that they were going to use to open up the business. And it was just, yeah, it's like, I agree. I don't have a sister. I don't have siblings at all, but it was just like a really sweet, like look at um, how like strong platonic love can be and like how strong like sibling bonds can be you know so I thought that was really neat Jill goes back to Florida and she's hanging out with Jimmy and all of a sudden like the house like the family house where Sally is gets a call from Jill she's just crying on the phone she's like can you come get me and she comes and gets her right away she instantly drives to go get her she drives she flies i don't know i think she flew and um she's like in a motel and she's telling her like yeah like we were we were driving all over and we were zigzagging like it was crazy and all of a sudden like he like got mad and punched her in the face yeah he punched her she had a shiner on her face a shiner i've never heard of a face bruise or whatever she had (laughs) a shiner yeah, that's if a, it's like red and shiny, then it's a shiner. Oh, interesting. I mean, not interesting. That's bad. Like he, he's an <laughs> abusive piece of shit. So when Jill and Sally are about to leave, they look up and they see that it's a blood moon. And Jill's like, oh, my God, it's a blood moon. I need my tiger's eye, which she left in Jimmy's car. And she goes to get it. And Jimmy's waiting in the back seat with a gun. A gun? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she makes Sally drive them. I don't really know where he's trying to go, but um, he's like drinking in the back seat, and he's like, why don't you drink, Sally? And when she doesn't drink, he threatens to brand Jill with his ring that's like shaped like a skull. Oh my then, god. Yeah. And then, um, well, don't worry, he dies. And then... Um, <laughs> multiple times! He dies multiple times. So Sally takes the bottle and drinks it oh and also some some part we missed um something that jill told us when she was visiting sally initially to comfort her she's like telling her about jimmy how he's this amazing lover or whatever and how they're just obsessed with each other um but she says because they're so obsessed with each other she has to like drug him to like so she can get some sleep which sounds like a super healthy relationship yeah red flags abound yeah she uses belladonna to drug her boyfriend (laughs) so that she can get shut eye is what (laughs) is the way that like sally described it she like posed it as a question she's like you have to drug your boyfriend to get like any shut eye don't you think that's like a little iffy and she's like me (laughs) so yeah and belladonna is deadly nightshade for the record i can't tell if you're like like frozen in like shock or if you're actually frozen i think she's actually frozen because i get a black (laughs) screen oh no yeah yeah her internet went out no have i wrote down so much about belladonna and mugwort and blessing seeds Mm -hmm. i'm i'm so obsessed with this movie i love how it touches on like like herbal witchcraft and and spells and like textbook witchcraft and like all the things and it's just so empowering I feel like to witches and also just women especially like there's so much there's so much I want to talk about and I hope Kaya's internet pulls through and we can like actually dive in and analyze stuff yeah I I'm questioning why the movie's called practical magic besides the fact that like I like as a witch know that it's practical magic Mm -hmm. 
but like they don't say it they don't read it like I don't know <laughs> it's I was thinking like oh it's practically magic but it's not practically ma it literally is magic so and it's not like yeah practical in the sense like oh I need a quick way to kill my abusive boyfriend how can I do <laughs> you know like so practical oh I'm just gonna use this like deadly herb but <laughs> I don't yeah See, I don't really know either that's the one part that isn't practical is the whole resurrection part <laughs> yeah not so practical it's very impractical right yeah or realistic we've never had issues before this is our first time like dealing with issues ever damn i'm bad luck no <laughs> she has risen that was a shit show yeah but you're the ringmaster of the shit show oh we were talking yeah wait where did partner. you where did we leave off kaya where did you stop hearing things belladonna belladonna okay oh, and i was like okay. but belladonna is toxic and then everything stopped oh no. it sounds like your computer got belladonna my computer <laughs> did get belladonna you were sitting in there like and i don't know if you were like feeling that way and just like frozen in that emotion or if you were actually frozen yes <laughs> yeah and i was like i wonder if she likes it so far i wonder if we're selling it well enough so, so that was when when she drugs her boyfriend with the belladonna, which is deadly nightshade, she would just put a little pinch in there. So oh, when they're enough to, you know, yeah, the yeah, yeah. build up over time. And I have a lot of information about belladonna, but we'll get there in, in a little bit. She's toxic. Um, yes, it is toxic. But Don't when you know that you're toxic. Sorry. <laughs> when Jimmy hands Sally the bottle of alcohol as she's driving she takes a sip but then she puts it between her legs and she puts belladonna in there but she puts like a ton in there like like a lot and at some point during the drive he starts to choke jill and then this is when they're parked on the side of the road i think i just i have to ask because i like uh, you, you know i don't know the story completely yet you know um, but why would they bring his ass back to life if he was a piece of shit? I listen. I know Stockholm syndrome is a thing, right? No, Jillian did not have Stockholm syndrome. I mean, you Jillian, are what the fuck? We're we're getting we're kind of getting to why they did bring him back. So basically, like 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 she said, she um they're in the car and jimmy is basically strangling jill just like being his normal like drunken abusive self obviously sally freaks out and like comes to her sister's defense and starts like smacking the shit out of the guy like to try and she get him should. to stop as she should right yeah as she should and then eventually he like stops and jill is like okay sally stop he's like knocked out think like they're both thinking like oh he's he stopped like fighting he's just knocked out but then they pull him up and like kind of sit him more upright and he's dead <laughs> so basically like sally accidentally like poisoned him like she she killed him so that's i think kind of why they're like okay we got to fix this and so uh they, they bring him back to life so that they won't be like found guilty of murder or whatever even though like you could argue and they have mentioned they had like mentioned in the movie it was definitely self-defense because this guy was ready to kill jillian if not both of them but um so basically that's what happens and then kyla since you're like the practicing witch you can talk a little bit about how like 
like the spell that they do to like try and bring him back to life because that part's pretty cool but I feel like I'm not educated enough to speak on it (laughs) so like the spell I do to bring him back to life I didn't really get much from it to be honest except for the fact that they call on um, Hecate or Hecate I'm not sure which way is the right way to say it but they say it wrong for sure they call her Hectate um which is incorrect and I was really annoyed by that Ah oh, heck. Sorry. Ah oh, hectate. <laughs> I thought it was hecate. That's still better than hectate. Um they call on her because probably because she's associated like partially she's associated with um you know maidenhood and purity but the other part of her is associated with like death and the life cycle. Um cuz a lot of times when you see Hecate she's represented by the mother the maiden the crone she's like three-bodied three-headed so that's probably why they called on her even though they didn't because they pronounced her name wrong so okay so they pronounced her name wrong but well did that just mean like okay so you know how like when you think you see your friend across the street so you're like oh hey joyce but it's not actually joyce so joyce not joyce ignores you like so they called on hectate but they were intending to call on hecate but hectate whoever the fuck hectate is was like yeah I'll help and hecate was just like i don't know who the fuck this hectate bitch is <laughs> i like that theory <laughs> like is it like God. that's okay yep yeah i oh. that's what i'm subscribing to they i i don't really i didn't really get anything else like from they're resurrecting him besides the fact like the only thing i can really recall is that they had to poke needles into his eyes and whose eyes um jimmy's jimmy's corpses but if you actually if you look they don't actually like get the needles through the eyes before he like opens them and like kind of wakes up yeah which i thought was interesting like they didn't even have to do that step i guess like the spell just worked out enough without that one step for him to wake back up it's because they called on hectate and not hecate yeah right (laughs) so yeah he wakes up and he goes crazy and he's he goes after jill and he's like kind of choking her holding her just all up in her business and he's like i want to marry you i want to like love you let me love you or whatever yeah he's like he's like 10 times worse than he was when he was like alive the first time (laughs) he's like monstrous yeah which they said when sarah when i kept i keep wanting to call her sarah when sally's husband died um she went through the family grimoire and she's like i know you can bring him back like i know you can do it i know you talked about it before um and they're like yeah but if we bring him back he's not going to be himself he's going to be something dark and monstrous and so that's what they did for jimmy so because he already was like dark and unnatural anyway and she's like so what what'll be the difference but it's like he still like sucks he's sucked in his life and he sucks more in the afterlife so (laughs) so they kill him again after they what? brought him back to life, they kill him again. Because he's a dick or what? Because he's like trying to kill Jill again. 
I think their whole concept when they killed him the first time was like, okay, we'll kill him or well, no, they weren't planning on that, but we'll bring him back to life. And then I don't know. I think maybe they wanted to drive him somewhere far away where he, and then yeah, you know, just leave him, right? They, or yeah, he'll... leave him somewhere. Him off a cliff. Well, they just didn't want to be found guilty for murder because like Sally has kids and I don't know. I don't think it was the best plan. But would I have come up with something better? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, like they were really they were stuck between a rock and a hard place and you know sally throughout the movies like i always have to clean up your messes like even like you know this big mess like her trying to like you know save her from her crazy boyfriend ex-boyfriend and then like unexpectedly having to deal with his death and his second death and all this stuff and it's like definitely didn't i don't i don't think it could have gone like i don't know they it, it didn't go like how they planned like she was not even thinking i don't know yeah i don't right. know like what really happens after that <laughs> they kill him and then they bury him in the yard yeah. and um it's raining and you know whatever jill says like i know this is not a great time to be saying this but like thank you for being my sister because like they are literally burying a dead body right now and then the next day the ants because the reason they're able to do all this in the house is because the girls sally's daughters went to a solstice celebration with the ants and before they left like sally's like i don't want them dancing naked under the full moon and she's like the ants like oh you know that nudity is fully optional or whatever. <laughs> yeah. so the next morning they come back this is one of the few times i think the girls have ever met jill and um they like immediately love her and then the ants haven't seen Jill in a while either. So they say hi. And they see the the bruise on her face. They're like, oh, well, whoever gave you that will get what's coming to him. She, The other one says a little mugwort will fix that right up. And I was like, I don't know about that. So I looked it up. So topically, mugwort can be used to relieve itching caused by visible raised scars. So like when you get a tattoo. Yeah. I was just thinking that actually because recently I got a tattoo and it has been like bothering me lately and it's been like itchy and like a little raised so duly noted I will try some mugwort <laughs> yeah you know I got some mugwort facts y'all want some mugwort facts bit them facts okay the thing about like magical correspondences right like for example like you know like amethyst is supposed to help with sleep or whatever usually with herbs magical correspondences are related to the medicinal benefits of the plant so like when you think of roses like what do you think of rose hip oh. or like like i don't know rose waters and like a lot of skincare these days i feel like um, no like like conceptually like what do you think of oh. when i say roses oh love <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay yeah so it's used for almost like relationship they're like healing within relationships romantic healing kind of thing yeah and like i looked up sorry i'm still laughing about how i thought about that way too hard i was like <laughs> like rose we have like a vanilla rose matcha special drink at work right now and i'm like that's not what she's asking that sounds really good I'm laughing at myself it is good it's tasty like, i Go looked ahead. up the physical 
attributes of like roses and they're an aphrodisiac like if you have rose oil it's an aphrodisiac so if it's an aphrodisiac that's how we got it connected to romance and love because you know so sexy mugwort can be used for healing and it's weird because i looked up some historic facts and some folkloric facts so like saint john the baptist was said to wear a girdle of mugwort to relieve stomach pain and then people saw him do that and because he was a saint people started wearing wreaths of mugwort to repel evil spirits does that have anything to do with saint john's wart uh well mugwort and saint john's wart i don't know if they're related let me find out i'll do the google search kaya with the google search search. kaya is the google agent um because i know like saint john's wart is like the closest thing to like a natural happy pill like an antidepressant i know they look very different i can tell you yeah so that's just interesting to me like hearing that he was Someone who Mugwort used is the Mugwort. cousin of Wormwood and St. John's Wort. Okay. I hate how it's spelled. <laughs> With an O. Wart. Wart. Mugwort. Mugwort is not, all caps, St. John's Wort. They are quite different plants and chemistry, although they may both grow in the same region, is what somebody on Richter said. Something else is people put mugwort in their shoes to prevent tiring. And this was said initially as a folkloric thing, but then like it's also said to relieve achy muscles. I saw somewhere. Shut the fuck up. Where do I get some of this shit? I got some. I'll hook you up. I'll hook you up with strawberry candy. (laughs) It's often used to treat digestive problems, irregular menstruation, anxiety, Uh, high blood pressure. Um, Don't tell me borderline personality disorders on there. (laughs) It's not on there. Damn it. It's purported. It's purported to help you enhance your dreams, recall your dreams better, and even lucid dream. But obviously there's no proof of that because you can't prove that you dreamed anything. Mugwort is technically a psychoactive plant. Um, but you have to consume quite a bit to hallucinate. That being said, you know that I'm going to try some lucid dream tea with mugwort. However, it's very, 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 very bitter. So I'm going to figure it out and I'll report back. People also smoke mugwort, but it's not good for you. The smoke is very unhealthy. There's like cancerous fumes in there. Don't do that. I'm saying that for anyone listening and also you. Although I I don't like, I don't think you'd smoke it, but like, just don't, just don't do it. Okay. So regarding the bitter taste, chuck it. (laughs) I did that with some wine last night. (laughs) It was was some dry wine and I'm not a big fan of dry wine. And I was, I just grabbed a straw and put that straw back in my mouth. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) just like that, just like that. Like they're so bitter. Like I saw somewhere that they used to be used to flavor beer before hops were discovered. So like that's the level of bitterness we're talking. I need to ask, what the hell are hops? Listen, I don't know shit about beer. Do you know more than I do about hops? The 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 best way I can describe it, I've been on like a brewery tour and like was told all this stuff about all the ingredients including hops and the only thing I can say is like it comes from a plant that's like a cousin of the marijuana plant and that's like honestly all I know so it's very I mean it's like very herby like when you say 
when you have a beer and you're like, oh, this one's got like a hoppy taste. That's like, like you're actually tasting like what the plant sort of like tastes like when it's like fermented, you know? When people say hops, when it's in regards to alcohol or that something tastes hoppy, the first thing that comes to my mind is rabbits. Right. Like it's happened. It's so good. It's happened. Like, a, like a <laughs> no, basically it's like a very like earthy, planty taste, I guess. Beer is hopping. It's some hopping beer, babes. My lip gloss. It'll make you hop. Poppin'. Like jump for joy, hop. <laughs> My so lip gloss good. is popping, but your beer is hopping. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God, keep that in there, Kyla. That's so funny. Uh, yeah, I'm keeping that in there. <laughs> so I also, I wrote down like the magical uses of Magort, which is very short. Protects against fatigue, injury, and poison, which like, Personally, I would never use something magical to prevent injury or poison, but maybe that's just me. Um, it's used to enhance psychic vision because of the psychoactive effects, and um, it's also associated with Venus due to its healing attributes. Ooh. Um, and I wrote all this stuff, and at the end of it, I just put, all this being said, does a bruise count as a visible raised scar no that's what i said i've seen enough medical dramas to know that a bruise is not a scar it is simply a bruise where the blood vessels underneath your skin got ruptured yeah and bruises don't itch so like when she said let's put some mugwort on that i immediately was like bullshit hold on a second yeah I don't know, Jet. Like, I don't know. Mugwort tangent over. I do have two more herb-related tangents, but one is at least more related to the story. But we will get to those later. Does that one help with borderline personality disorder? Am I going um, to find here tonight? I don't think so. Listen, I have my next therapy appointment tomorrow. I, listen, listen, if I could go in there and be like, Michael, you'll never believe this. My You're witch fired friend. because I found an herb that works. <laughs> My witch friend is helping me and she found a cure. And he'd be I don't like, need to see you anymore. He'd be like, you need to stay. You need to stay. It's therapy. You need to stay. Blessing seeds. I remember reading that they can, they, there is some evidence that they're effective with chronic, chronic conditions that are mental and also physical. Um, so there's that and it's also one of the top ranked evidence-based herbal medicines so i spent a lot Ooh. of time reading about that i love that um, we have evidence now of like holistic healing and like natural healing herbs instead of like you know put, like focusing all of our scientific method madness on like drugs like man-made like human laboratory made drugs like pharmaceuticals i don't know it's yes. cool i'm glad there's like science like and literature about um, herbs and stuff it's cool big agree and like um i'm just gonna say this now i found two really interesting medical journal entries about blessing seeds or nigella sativa or black cumin and i'm just gonna Ooh. put those in the show notes i'm not gonna quote them because they're super fucking long so if you want to read those, they're there. Anyways, let's get back to the movie, maybe. 
<laughs> yeah. I okay. So back to the movie. Might be a good idea. That's why we have gathered here virtually. They come home from their um, solstice retreat, and at first, everything almost seems like it's um, it's back to normal. And they have, <laughs> but this is one of my favorite scenes in the movies, like where um, the ants, like Aunt Frances and Aunt Jet, pretend to be like they 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 verbalize as if they're like making some kind of potion and like a, a cauldron, but they're actually just putting yeah. like, and they are probably putting like some good like witchy herbs in there but they're really just making like frozen margaritas in a blender (laughs) and it's really funny (laughs) because like you can hear like the sound from all the way up they have like the spiral staircase so the camera pans like up the stairs and Jilly is like waking up Sally and she's like wake up wake up it's they're making midnight margaritas and so they go downstairs and then they're all drinking and they get super drunk and the song um that well, I don't know what it's called but lime, lime in the, the coconut is, is it just called coconut I think it might just be called coconut lime in the coconut I don't know um and then side note I also think it's really cute that like later in the movie there's like a very um like innocent scene of one of Sally's kids I think it was Antonia she was playing the song on her kazoo <laughs> yes oh my god and the mom goes like so cute the mom goes can I see that and she gives it to her and she's like thanks and she fucking chucks it across the room and me and Andrew (laughs) were both like fucking me (laughs) that's so funny but anyway back to the um the midnight margarita scene so they're all they're all like drinking and like shooting the shit and having a good time but then all of a sudden um Aunt Frances and Aunt Jet start singing this song that jimmy would sing when he was alive and drunk it was like i don't know the song he was saying and is like that i think it's an elvis song i don't know i could be wrong about but that it's the one that's like you were always on my mind you were always on my mind and naturally jill and sally get freaked out and they're like why are they randomly singing that that was like the song that jimmy sang and then they look at the bottle of like tequila that they're drinking and it's the brand that jimmy would drink and so you know their freak out intensifies and they're like where did you get this bottle and the ants drunkenly say like oh it was on someone left it on the porch and so they're like oh god jimmy did this like with his supernatural abilities like somehow left this bottle on the porch and so they freak out and they smash it and the ants are like what the heck is going on like something doesn't feel right they're like um for lack of like a better way to put it their witchy senses are tingling and they're like yeah something's not right and um basically sally goes like we had a problem so we handled it and the witches are like or the ants are like okay well you like made this mess now you have to clean it up so they basically like leave them (laughs) um to figure it out when they first found that bottle like on the table with the margaritas like I was so nervous because it's tequila, right? Tequila goes with margaritas. I was like, is this the same tequila that had the belladonna in it? Did they mix the belladonna tequila into all the margaritas? Are they all going to die now? It was fine. Oh, yeah. That would, that's definitely like a valid worry when you first watch the movie. Like, what exactly is going on here? Because there's so many, like, it's it's actually taken me a few watches of this movie to fully like process all of its like ins and outs and all of like the subtleties that are in it um because like it makes sense to me I was like right away I'm like oh 
that's definitely the the alcohol that Jimmy drank all the time. But I'm like, but wait, I've seen this movie like 50 million times. <laughs> so I'm like kind of obsessed with it. But yeah. Yeah, I love this movie. I it's Kaya, you would I mean, I think you would like it. It's really cute. I think and you'd it's like, like it. You should definitely watch it. it. Don't just take our our summary for it. It's it's like I was when your internet was down, I was telling Kyla, I was like, this movie is just so much about like, especially towards like the end of it when kind of the whole community comes together um to like kind of help them save the day when disaster strikes. It's just like really big on like community and women empowerment and witch empowerment and like when women come together they are more powerful than ever and it's just so cool but I, was say, I mean if anything I'll watch it for that kazoo <laughs> no it's so it's so cool but um at some point um down the road they have this there's like this private investigator Gary the one that you read in the summary I that that online synopsis just does not do this justice it's like wait you skipped over so many parts um no. like it is so bad so yeah Gary the private investigator comes and starts asking all these questions because he's looking for um Jimmy but it like in the sense because that because he's like a missing person but he's also like he has got a record like he's got a really dense like criminal histories like like we said he's a bad dude and he's done shitty things to other women what 1998 yeah okay so they couldn't just like quick google search what the fuck a red flag was (laughs) right (laughs) something to mention is that like this like first of all we don't know why he's looking for jimmy at this point like we know why he might be looking for jimmy but we he hasn't said why he's looking for jimmy and also he's from arizona so like he's a long ways from home so like something is up it's like why are you here yeah but yeah he basically like comes to salem and also worth noting by the way that at this point Jillian is like full time back to staying in Salem, like at the house with Sally and Nance. Um, like n- no way that after that traumatic of an experience, she could like could just go back out into the world and do her own thing. She like wants to be with her family. But Gary is staying in town to kind of like monitor things and sort of just follow all of them around and ask the community questions about them because he at this point he's like got his suspicions about like you know where jimmy could be and why he's missing and like what do these girls have to do with it blah 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 um all the while though basically sally is like very fond of him she's like crushing on him like she's having a hard time you know lying about what actually happened to jimmy and how they're involved with it like she's having a hard time keeping their secret just because she's like she fancies him um in a very strong way there's like a rose bush that grows where they bury jimmy and then one of the girls inside the kitchen she's like i'm like she's like what are you staring at um and she's like i'm staring at that man and sally's like what man and she's like that man standing under the rose bush it grew overnight so jimmy's like fully haunting the house and the property now Fuck that and then the detective's doing more detective stuff he's like Lissa said, um, they're, he's asking the townspeople who, like, never liked this family. They always thought they were weird because mm-hmm. they they are witches. And um, 
sometimes they do magic on them sometimes it's accidental sometimes it's not like um at one point sally is inside um her shop she owns a shop where she sells lotions and soaps and she sees her kids outside and they're like walking home from school or whatever and then a bunch of kids come up to her and she they're all like which 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 and her mom tries to break it up but then antonia or kylie i don't know which one it is Mm -hmm. but kylie's the redhead and antonia's the brunette i think yeah one of them points at a kid that was teasing her and she was like i hope you get chicken pox and then later in the movie you see him with chicken pox and like as all the kids were walking away sally says to her like you we don't cast and she's like you don't cast and just because you don't use your magic doesn't mean we shouldn't have to use our magic and blah 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 blah. so yeah the people of the town don't like the family already so like if there's a missing man they probably had something to do with it like i'm not saying they murdered him but maybe they shook their hand and he just keeled over yeah yeah just keeled over he comes back to the house and he talks some more with sally and she kind of talks a little more openly about the craft and he's a little weirded out and she's like i deal with plants and make soaps and lotions and my aunts like to meddle with people's love lives um he's like people are saying you're devil worshipers and she's like no that's not what we do you know while he's like there, kind of questioning and interviewing sally um like jillian and then sally's two daughters are in the kitchen trying to make like a pancake recipe that includes um magical herbs that will like convince him basically to like leave like they want to like send him away um basically i think jillian just kind of wants to get him like out of their hair so that you know i guess maybe they don't get in trouble maybe is that yeah. i don't know she just wants to send him away and so um but while they're doing that one of the daughters like stumbles upon this spell that sally cast when she was little because when she was little and would see you know how much like falling in love would affect other people so much so to the point that they would consult the ants to try and like make basically like love potions to get people to fall in love with them and they were just like so tortured and like torn up about just like love and sally saw that and she was like oh god i hope i never fall in love and whereas like jillian was like i can't wait to fall in love like and then we know how that pans out but basically sally like tries to prevent herself from ever being able to fall in love by casting a spell to invent her perfect guy who would like never exist like she intended for this person to never exist and then it ends up being gary like he has all the qualities that she put in her spell and then her daughters like kind of slowly start to realize that and they ask him all these questions like one of his qualities is like he can ride a pony like forwards backwards sideways like any way he has one green eye one blue and they like realize like oh my god this is the guy that like was in mom's spell and like we can't send him away like he has to stay so that he can like you know he and mom can like fall in love so they basically like sabotage the recipe and gary and then like the two like sally and jill are both like what the heck are they doing what's going on and more and more stuff about their involvement with um jimmy angelo starts to kind of bubble over and 
something to do I don't know why like what was like the symbolism of having like frogs toads be like kind of what was left in Jimmy's wake but there's a frog and it like coughs up his ring (laughs) and it was the same ring that he like would use to brand other women in his past um and Gary recognizes it right away right because he's he's a detective he studied a lot of evidence so immediately he's like okay who do you what do you think to think you're playing at like what is going on where is Jimmy like is he dead alive like what is happening you know things are kind of escalating getting worse with Jimmy and um he starts to really like mess a lot more with Jillian meanwhile she and Sally got into a fight and Sally runs and goes to the detective to just confess everything that happened to be like yes I killed Jimmy but that doesn't really go very well and they end up like doing this whole like heavy makeout session and then after that Sally starts to sense like something's going on something's going wrong with Jillian like they have they're related and they're witches so they basically have this like telepathic like ability to like sense whenever you know the other one's in trouble so she runs home and finds Jillian possessed by Jimmy basically and like the daughters are like freaking out Gary follows her follows Sally to the house and he sees Jimmy's ghost come like rise out of Jillian's body and he's like kind of corporeal kind of not and like they're kind of circling each other Gary's having a moment because like oh my god ghosts are real and Jimmy comes at Gary but Gary holds up his sheriff's badge and it's silver and it like burns a star-shaped like really gross star-shaped thing into Jimmy's hand and so he kind of like uses it as a shield and it like kind of makes Jimmy dissipate. He's like, he tells Sally, like, I'm sure you'll explain all this to me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like completely bewildered. And then earlier when he, they're having breakfast and the magic thing they were making with um the blessing seeds in it, the blessing seeds were to rid unwanted visitors which is why i even looked them up in the first place i wanted to see if that's actually oh shoot i'm so sorry i like breezed right over that that's where they use blessing seeds well um the right so like they made the magic syrup for the pancakes and then they once the girls realized it was him the the girl from the guy from the spell they threw it over the cliff (laughs) and after jimmy sees the ring get coughed up by the frog He's like, you guys better lawyer up. And then he's like, what was in that syrup? Because now he's like, oh my God, they were trying to poison me or something. And now, you know, he knows ghosts are real at this point. Is it after that that Jill starts to get like sick and more possessed? Yeah, it just like like it worsens. Like it was the, the whole thing with like the defense using like the silver star was basically just kind of a temporary repellent for him possession symptoms I guess just keep getting like a lot worse and eventually Sally leans on like help from the community full of people who like don't like her or her family for their like witchcraft and she finally just comes out and says it like directly she's like yeah I'm a witch and then she has like a couple of ally friends who work for her in her botanical shop and they're like oh my god she finally came out this is so awesome and they've been like advocates of hers all along they're like like witch yes evil no like she 
they're not doing like kyla said they're not doing like devil magic or whatever like this is how it is she's actually like pretty neat person blah 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 so like they come to the rescue and then so do like the people who kind of like shunned the owens family like they even come to help too because you know their their neighbors are like in need and the reason that they have to even come and help in the first place is because in order to perform like the spell that they need um to save jillian's life they need a whole coven of at least nine twelve ideally um so basically yeah all these women come to help each of them Go brings ahead, a broom. She can pilot can talk more on like the ceremony part and the rituals yeah each of them has to bring a broom one of them that comes was like a big bully of the girls and sally was like surprised to see you here and she's like well i've always wanted to see the inside of your house and then one more shows up and she's like i hope this is okay and she's holding like a handheld vacuum <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> yeah for the ceremony they get around jill in a circle and this at this point like jill's like fully possessed she's like you know exorcism levels not exorcism levels. she's not vomiting or anything but like she's sweaty she's convulsing so she's in the middle of the room and they all get around each other around her and they um so she's sweaty she's convulsing are we sure she didn't just need to poop really bad (laughs) (laughs) i mean good question do that too because I don't know about y'all, but that's happened to me. <laughs> that's happened to me too. And I actually if someone is that poop so hard, and like if someone is taking over your body, like fully possessing you, there's not room for a person and the poop. So that's a good point. <laughs> Just saying, it's a valid point. Um. I don't think that's what was happening here, unfortunately. Maybe um, not. Unfortunately, uh, I think a possession is worse than that, but only by a little. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, they connect the broom handles to bristle, and they're like in a circle, and they start chanting "Dite perdant te maledico," and I looked up what that means and in latin it means god destroy you i curse you according to google translate they just keep saying that over and over and over again and at first like it doesn't work um and jill is like just let him take me he just wants me just let him take me and sally's like no we said we were gonna die all together um at the same time so you can't die yet sally gets jimmy to come out with a bottle of his favorite tequila what does she do after she lures him out with the tequila she lures him out so that he like can lunge at her basically through like using jillian's body but then she also does like the blood ritual which they actually did in the beginning of the movie too when jillian first moved away they said which like nowadays i'm like oof like bloodborne illnesses i don't know about this but they basically like cut their both their hands and it's like your blood my blood our blood and so they put their like cut open hands together to like mix their blood and so they do that again as part of like the um this ceremony and basically it kind of like 
I don't know, utilizes and ignites like all of their memories together as like sisters all throughout their life to basically like chase out Jimmy, I guess. Like, um, it's yeah. like the best way I could describe it. And I'm just gonna say, I've said this before on this podcast, but I'm gonna say it again. Um, you know, it's fine if you want to use blood in your practice, but like, don't do things like this. It's not sanitary. <laughs> right don't don't do that um so yeah that's that's how they banish him out of her body and like he comes i th- I don't know he comes out and like he turns into dust and they use their brooms and they sweep him out which is actually like very much a practical thing that witches do they use brooms to cleanse mm-hmm. like energetically kaya did you have a question <laughs> I was just gonna say that his death sounded kind of like Voldemort's in the movie. In the movie. In the movie, not the book. You know, a little bit. Like oh, if 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 Jimmy knew as much as Voldemort did, he probably would have used the tequila bottle as a Horcrux. <laughs> so yeah, they they sweep him out of the house and like <clears throat> something that isn't quite accurate to how people how witches actually cleanses they sweep him back to like where he's buried but like if you were actually doing this you would want to sweep like all the way off of your property to like banish something off of your property um but this is a movie and we're talking about witchcraft so like you know i'm giving them some leeway here (laughs) um so yeah then he's uh gone and everyone cheers and everyone's happy and it's and they're fine and jillian's fine and everyone's alive and it's great except for jimmy fuck that guy um we hate jimmy we do not stand jimmy (laughs) the the one thing so two like follow-up questions i have like what okay one what is the potion that they use because they did have like an actual like black bubbling cauldron of a potion that they also used to kind of like extinguish jimmy like they poured it over like the dust or the ashes or whatever that composed his spirit world self and then second question so like if they were to sweep him off the property like would they just literally throw it in like a garbage bag and then just like take it to the dump or like what would you do to actually like in real life cleanse with a broom and remove like remnants off your property I mean, in real life, like, a ghost wouldn't turn into ash and and you yeah. wouldn't be sweeping the ash, you know? So, like, energetically, like, for example, if I was to cleanse the house, I would sweep clockwise from my door, starting on the left side of my door, go through the entire house, and then come out to the right side of my door and then sweep out of my door. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... I don't have a yard so like it's a little easy for me but for him like yeah like anything you do that involves physical remnants you want it like off your property yeah and as far as this potion goes I have no idea what that was it was it looks like stew it's orange they don't say what's in it I don't know (laughs) okay yeah I I was I didn't know if I had just like missed something that you know they said like what were the ingredients or whatever or if they just didn't even and it was just like you just assumed it was a potion used for getting rid of toxic ex-boyfriends who were dead so 
Yeah, they said it's good for your pores. Um, but that's and that's <laughs> all they said. I think. So are blemish patches. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I could use a potion to get rid of my toxic ex-boyfriend. Hell yeah, couldn't we all? Or ex-girlfriend. Could... That one's for you if you ever listen. <laughs> I could teach you a thing or two to get rid of them. Nice. You don't bother me anymore. I just want him gone. What do you mean by gone? He pretended he had cancer. Well, what do you mean by gone? Like, where do you want him to go? Non-existing. Just not in your, not in your, like... Just never existed. I don't think I have anything for that. Sorry. Well, that is a big ass. Problem. so that i think that's like that's basically the end of the movie and then like gary sends them a letter that basically um like vindicates them of and exonerates them of anything related to, to jimmy and somehow he makes it so that the death was like accidental um or at least like in the legal eye like his death was accidental and then um at this point like he had gone back to arizona but basically sally decides that you know she actually does does want to like pursue things with him and like she's in love with him he's in love with her so she kind of like calls him like summons him back and he comes back and they like do the whole love thing and then the movie ends with them um around halloween time they actually dress up as like how you know you would imagine a witch dresses up in like a black cloak and a big like black pointed hat with broomsticks and all six of them like the aunts the um two sisters and then the two children all jump off the roof with um the roof of their house with like these big umbrellas and they just float down and that's how the movie ends i really thought you were gonna say they dress up as a cop and a witch (laughs) (laughs) no no (laughs) what is henry or what is he dressed up as a civilian like i don't think he's dressed up at all what a loser he's dating a witch and he doesn't dress up for halloween dump that is so lame (laughs) i just called him henry where the fuck did i get that name his name is henry he honestly he does give henry vibes i don't really know why they picked the name gary imagine being in love with a man named gary wait kyla what's your boyfriend's name i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) it's andrew Okay, I was like, shit, I'm gonna feel really bad if Kyle's boyfriend's name is Gary. What if I told you Tony's <laughs> Gary? Who? I said, what if I told you Tony's real name was Gary? Oh my god. I wouldn't <laughs> believe you. It's not. I could just so, shout for him. I'd be like, Tony, what's your real name? It better not be Gary. I have some fun facts. It's gonna take me like a minute to tell you what they are because they're all spread out. Because I wrote like a fucking dissertation. Like I, when I tell you I hyper fixated on the three herbs that I found in this movie. Like I'll start with belladonna. We all know that it's nightshade and it's toxic. Its other name is Atropa belladonna. And um, I wasn't originally going to mention this, but I kept seeing it in every single source that I read. Um, The name Atropa comes from Atropos, which is one of the three fates from the Greek myth. And it's the fate that cut the thread of a person's life. And Makes then um, people used to use the juice of nightshade berries 
to dilate their eyes to make them look more seductive. So it was like a cosmetic product. However, um, this can cause farsightedness, visual distortions, increased heart rate, and even blindness. So, mm. I mean, that makes <laughs> sense. Like this deadly herb and like is deadly. <laughs> that was redundant. Deadly herb is deadly. And so let's put it directly on our eyes to make ourselves pretty, regardless of the harmful potential side effects. <laughs> So they just like eyedroppered that shit into their eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Shit. Because it was sexy. But I guess you know if it's sexy, then yeah, fine. then it's fine. yeah. Beauty, beauty is pain. <laughs> beauty is death. Belladonna is used as a recreational drug for the purpose of the hallucinations, but there's an incredibly high risk for unintentional overdose. Really? You don't say. <laughs> I didn't know it was used recreationally at all, so I was very surprised to hear this. Listen, um, the thing that I know about Belladonna is that um, Julia Tofana from ancient Rome used to sell potions that were made out of Belladonna, and they were disguised as beauty products, and women would go to see her when they had abusive husbands, and they would get this poison potion and they would mix it into their food because it didn't taste of anything and they would die a painful icky death but um it was designed as a beauty product and this was going and going and going for 600 men for years and years and somebody got cold feet and she got exposed damn Anyway, what? Bailey Sarian did a whole episode on Aqua Tafana and Julia Tafana. That story reminds me of the story that you have, Kyla, the Lost Apothecary, which mm. have you read or no? I did. Okay. So that story is like based off of the Lost Apothecary, I believe. Um, but I guess this also happened many other times in history. So, yeah. Yep. And then there was an attractiveness spell in folklore that I found really interesting. It's just not Wikipedia, but um, it was an ancient folk tradition of the Romanian uh, Ukrainian region of Bukovina. Sorry. Um, it's the ritual for a girl to enhance her attractiveness by making an offering to deadly nightshade. She entered the fields on a Sunday in her Sunday best, accompanied by her mother, bringing a bag of bread, salt, and brandy. She would dig up a deadly nightshade root and leave three offerings in its place. As she returned home, she carried the root on top of her head. On the way both to and from home, she avoided all quarrels and arguments. If asked by anyone on the way back what she was taking home, she would not divulge the truth or the spell would break. You think my mom would help me with that? <laughs> okay, yeah. I wanted to talk about blessing seeds for a second because they're like, because I said before, they're one of the top ranked evidence-based herbal medicines. So like, if you want to read about them, go for it. I'm just going to mention like, this is, these are just like seeds, right? Black cumin. You can use them for skin disorders, antibacterial, in Islamic literature, 
Um, it's considered one of the greatest forms of healing medicine. Um, it can be used as an antiseptic and local anesthetic topically. A wow. Like, what? I read in one of the medical journals that, like, there is some some evidence that it can help with HIV and AIDS. I found it fascinating. And no, this is so cool. It's crazy how much like there's so much stuff that just grows out of the ground that we can use for like healing purposes um, um, just by like foraging and like looking for herbs in the wild. Like what? That blows my mind. Magically, it's used for binding, blessing, healing and ridding an unwanted guest, which is what they use it for in the movie. The blessing and healing makes sense. I think it might be used for binding because it's said that they taste like black pepper and oregano, which is for protection, and onions, which is for banishing. That was my best guess. But um, yeah, I'm going to become an herbologist now, I guess. I don't know. I'm just going to spend all my time reading herbal medical journals. Yeah, are... you could open up your own shop just like Sally did in the movie with like all of this really powerful like natural medicine. That would be so fun. Oh, cool. I love that. So, Kaya, did we convince you to watch it? Yeah, I'll probably watch it with one of y'all. It's so cute and or fun. Both of y'all. That'll be fun. Yeah, we'll have a movie night. Do you guys want to see my favorite fidget toy? Yeah. Yes. I felt like there's like more I wanted to touch on, but no, it's just my mind is blank because I mean we did just summarize the whole movie. Well, anyway, yeah. Thank you both for having me on the show. Um. I love movies. I think witchcraft is very cool. It's been fun. It was the first time I was on a podcast. Yay. Yay. Thank you for joining us. Yay. Thanks do for you having wanna, me. Do you want to share your social media? Like, you don't have to, but you can if you want. Sure. Um. Uh. If anyone is, like, willing to listen or to follow along to my content, I am, like, a very long-winded person. I don't know when to shut up, but um, my Instagram handle is Alyssa Stearns, A-L-Y-S-S-A-S-T-E-A-R-N-S. And um, I don't really do much on Twitter, but you can follow me there. My handle is, one second, let me look it up, Listomania. It's basically, um, Listomania is like obsessively like listening to music, which I actually do. And it's like a um, play on words on like my name because sometimes I go by list. So it's L-Y-S-S-S-T-O-M-A-N-I-A. But I basically just like go on there to like retweet stuff. So like my tweets. And like Kaya's tweets. Yeah. (laughs) Is there anything else we want to say before we go? Be a patron. Oh, yeah. Right, 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 right. Because it makes Um, the content better. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let us know what you think by leaving a review. We would love to see some reviews. Follow us on social media at, at Movie Witch Pod and at the Movie Witch Podcast. If you like what you heard and want to help us grow and improve, please consider supporting us on Patreon for $2 or $7 per month. Our benefits include getting episodes a week early, unedited video versions of episodes where you can see our pets and our guests. And, and our, our funny faces. Yeah, yeah I've been making face. those all evening because the ADHD is going fucking wild. Today. <laughs> um. Oh, and also exclusive Patreon bonus episodes. 
I also do want to mention that if you do become a patron and we do get enough money for me to get a microphone, you might actually be able to hear this monkey fidget toys booty pops. <laughs> nice. Imagine that. A world where everyone can hear the monkeys <laughs> booty pops. Please. I want that. $2 a month for monkey booty pops. Come on, pay up. Kaya, do you want to give your socials at the end of every episode or no? Nah. No? If you want our social medias, then you have to go back and listen to the previous episode. <laughs> okay. Good good idea. Yeah. I think on the first episode, we're good. And then the rest of the season, you're going to have to go back and listen to the whole season. And listen to the Put whole. Put in the work. Yeah. By the way, I want to mention to people that um, in the month of February, I um, finished seven books and I it might reach Whoa. eight by tomorrow. Oh my God. Just in February? Just in February. The shortest month of the year. Damn, Kaya. Wild. Um, Okay, well, that's it. We will talk to you next time. Bye, witches. Bye. Bye, witches. Cheers.